So today I want to talk about Node.js and the Node.js architecture in particular and mostly talk about the components that combines it so that you could get a better sense of what's going on behind the scenes and yeah basically <laughs> um just wanted to um, share a little bit about the libraries that creates Node.js so that if you're a Node.js developer or you're just starting to learn about Node.js, you can kind of have a better sense of how things are working. So before jumping into the libraries, I wanted to have a word about what is Node.js. So for those of you who don't know, Node.js is a JavaScript runtime library that is built on Chrome's V8 JavaScript engine. So basically, in very simple words, Node.js um, is a container or an environment in which a code written in JavaScript can be executed outside the browser. So the V8 engine originally was created for Chrome, um, but Node.js uses that engine. Uh, so the JavaScript code that we write can be performed, executed and performed outside the browser. Um, Node.js uses an event-driven, non-blocking um, input-output model that makes it really lightweight and efficient. And there's also um, there's and there's also the event loop in Node.js and the thread pool, which I will mention in future episodes. But for this one, I wanted to make it really brief and short and talk only about the libraries for now. So, so yeah, so there's two big libraries that Node.js is built from, and there's there are other four smaller libraries, which I'll mention afterwards. But the two big ones are V8 and LibUV. So V8, um, as I said before, is a JavaScript engine. And by the way, it's a free open source engine. Um, so yeah, it was developed by the Chromium project for Google Chrome and Chromium web browsers. And so what the V8 JavaScript engine does is that it takes the JavaScript code that we write and converts it into machine code that the computer can understand. And yeah, it is mainly used in a browser, as we said before, in Chrome, but can also used to um, it can also be added into independent software such as Node in our case. And the engine is written in both JavaScript and C++. The next big library is LibUV. Um, and LibUV is an open source library with a focus on asynchronous I.O. 
So that layer is what gives Node access to the computer's operating system, the networking, and more. And besides that, it also implements the event loop and thread pool. And I will talk about them in future episodes in depth, but just to know um, this library is what implements, so the libuv library is what implements both event loop and the thread pool, and the libuv library is written in C++. Okay, so there are four additional dependencies um, that also help create Node.js. And the first one is LLHTTP. It had a different name before, but I saw in the documentation, in the Node.js documentation, that at the moment it is called LLHTTP. I hope I, I'm saying it correctly. Um, but yeah, basically, this library helps us with HTTP requests to outsource um, services. Um, so yeah, then we have the C areas and this library is a C library for asynchronous DNS requests. So yeah, this library is for that. Then moving on, we have OpenSSL and this one provides um, many cryptographic functions um, that the modern web relies on for security. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the last one is Zlib. And I'm, again, I hope I say it correctly. But the Zlib compression library um, gives us in-memory compression and decompression functions, um, including, for example, integrity checks uh, of the uncompressed data and Node.js uses Zlib to create sync, async, and streaming compression and decompression interfaces, um, which is really useful when it comes to Node.js um, applications. So overall, Node.js is written in both JavaScript and C++. So some of the libraries are built in JavaScript, some of the libraries are built in C++, some in both, but it ties all of these libraries together regardless of which language they are written in. And it gives us the convenience to only use pure JavaScript to access the functions. So what it does, it provides us with a nice layer of abstraction so that our life will be easier. We'll focus on the application, you know, the business side of our application, what we want to do instead of focusing on like the more technical things of, for example, how do you do encryption or how do I um, perform an HTTP request? So we'll, yeah, again, as I said, focus more on what we need our application to, to do. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this helped a bit to understand what goes on behind the scenes. And I wrote an article on my website with everything I just talked about today and all the resources as well and, and the documentations. 
Um, so you could check it out and see and learn more if you want. So have a great day. Thanks again. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Bye.